You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Cannabis, brought to you by Scotty Real, guys. I have, uh, you know, self-admittingly, uh, busy Friday, guys. I have not read any of the news or approved the format, so any formal complaints, please direct to Scotty, and we'll see what we can throw at you here. Oh. Guys, over a little bit of news, if you don't know, and uh, it might be a little bit of a shorter show today, guys. Uh, long week, but to announce what's coming up next week. Uh, we have Brendan from Spectrum King should be on Monday's show. He has got some giveaways coming up, man. You could even get yourself a four hundred plus. So uh, nice, you know, man. Monday. I do want and, one of those, uh, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Yes, we'll have to see what I'll put out a couple of videos or at least one of uh, me being a month in the bloom here by Monday show, not by today, but by Monday show. Uh, as Brendan says, trichalicious. <laughs> I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. The show is brought to you by officially though, not really uh, Scotty Real, but Source Fades guys. Uh oh, these oh, guys you got, got the auto me. Start on the news. T N M M got me, man. The nation's. Me, I, I don't turn, know what it means. Turned on my volume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Scotty just got some products from Source Vape, so we're gonna have more to give away. Yeah, man, the a couple cool, interesting working, things, man. So we'll have. Yeah, we'll have more of the more more to give away here. Uh, and if you would like one of your own, you can right now. You can go to sourcevapes.com and use coupon code DUDE. It's a great way to help the show. It's a great way to get vaped out or discreetly use your pen wherever. My favorite so far, I, I, I have two favorites. The one you guys have heard about when I used, uh, well, that was just a vape pen. It wasn't a source vape one. It was a disposable one. When I went to uh, travel to Tennessee, we we're picking up the rental car right in the garage. I just started hitting my vape pen. I'm like, nobody knows. This could be tobacco. Or at the uh, Colorado Symphony, I was in there. And it's like, that's like right around. You got to sneak it a little, you know, and, and make sure my, my wife doesn't give me too much of a dirty look. <laughs> source vapes hit in, uh, the Colorado Symphony. So check them out, guys. Oh, uh, come on. Cool they products. know that. They know that people like to smoke weed and listen to, to the symphony. It's like the only people left that like the symphony. Well, they're one of the uh, the groups that put on one of the first private events that they were going to allow. First, I think it was a public event, and the city of Denver raised a little bit of a stink, saying, oh, you're advertising <laughs> an event that you get to smoke at. Like, you could straight up go, not in the building, um, but they had, like, an outside area where they break, and you guys could go smoke jays, whatever, and they said, fine, it's a private <laughs> event, but, you you know, whatever. Regardless. Dude, when we had our event at the art studio or the art gallery, the owner understood, you know? she Yeah, it's not like she disliked uh, cannabis, you know, she's an artist. But at the end of the event, she understood that, wow, these are, this is a great 
you know, audience, man. These are great people to have in, in your space, man. You know, so I think when it comes to, you know, things like the symphony, you're like, wow, well, I could, you know, get it. Spo- Do I want to get something sponsored by Budweiser and get tons and tons of beer in here? No, that's not really the symphony audience, you know, but having some people smoke out and listen to some beautiful, beautiful sounds, some beautiful music, melodic. Man, that sounds like yeah. you got a better chance of getting the stoners, don't it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know if I want to call everybody like a stoner. Stoner's a little harsh, but it's okay. Sorry, it's man. Look at the I like to get stoned, man. Yeah, and it's, you know, you're not saying potheads. You know, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoy getting stoned, so I'm a stoner, I guess. All right, it don't hurt. It don't hurt my feelings, here, brother. Man. What did you find? What did you find? All right, off with <laughs> Nebraska judge. Uh, no crime committed by man intending to buy pot in Colorado. This headline kind of... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I was going through them, and I was like, oh, yeah, that one's on the show, man. This guy uh, in Nebraska says a, a Nebraska judge has dismissed a charge against a Minnesota man who admitted his intentions to buy marijuana in Colorado. And uh, it says in October 2014, this guy Fleischem, 24, and another man were arrested after a traffic stop on I-80. And I believe I-80 is Nebraska from the John Sayles novel or a short story. Anyway, I-80 west of Lincoln. Uh, Fleischem told a sheriff deputy that $65,000 found in their car was earmarked to buy pot in Colorado and that he intended, and, and that he intended to sell them. Uh, the marijuana in Minnesota, according to court records. Couldn't you come up with a better story than, okay, uh, Highway Patrol's like, what do you have this $65,000 for? Going to an oh, auction. Man. I'm going to the Richie was, yeah, auction, was, man. I'm going to I, buy I, a piece of equipment, man. I'm going to put a down Auto payment. auction, man. Yeah. Or, yeah, there you go. Construction, anything. Not, not. oh, I planned on buying a bunch of weed in Colorado, sir. Yeah, but you know, it's, I mean, the, what's the, the only one worse than that was I'm an anarchist and I don't trust the government, man, so... Yeah, you know, seriously. you know what I mean. What the I'm fuck? gonna go buy a shoulder mount rocket launcher. Yeah, you know, you don't buy <laughs> tanks or submarines with uh, credit cards, Bubba. I mean, how much worse fucking answer could you give? So, anyway, his passenger James Atkinson, 23, pleaded no contest to charges of attempted possession of marijuana and money. How is that a charge? Yeah, attempt, so attempted, attempted possession of marijuana. And money. Are you kidding me? Wow, man, that's crazy. While that's violating like, drug laws. Uh, he finished a 360-day jail sentence last month. So fucking just thinking about shit. just thinking about buying weed in fucking Nebraska can get you 365. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, Fleischem's lawyer got him off, man. He says Fleischem, or Fleischem chose to go to, to go to trial where his attorney, Tim Sullivan, argued that is not a violation of Nebraska law to conspire to break the law in another state. You know, that's pretty cool. And he pointed to a 1975 yeah. Nebraska Supreme Court case involving a man who was convicted of conspiracy to assault another man in Colorado after planning and paying a man in Nebraska to commit the act. The conviction was overturned because the assault never happened. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, dude, you can't convict people of shit unless it happens. Yeah. Like, you know, unless the, the pot's there or not. Oh, I thought about doing this. Then, yeah, I mean, not not cool. All right. So, um, so you know, the. The moral of the story is what, man? You know? <laughs> Don't have a good backup story. I mean... When you got to talk to law enforcement, not, 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 I'm going to buy a bunch of weed. Exactly, man. Or, you know, James Brown used to say, you ain't rich until you got a million dollars, man. million dollars buried under your house, then you're rich. Well, you ain't rich to, you, or you ain't set up in, in cannabis until you got a, a lawyer with a $20,000 retainer paid, man. You know what I mean? Because that's what you got to uh, do. You're reminding me. 
of uh, this show. I've been catching more that just came on. I've watched it on and off for years, but it just came on, I think, Hulu recently called American Greed. Oh, I like that one. That's one of my favorite shows, man. Oh, there's some of the most dysfunctional people on there. Like, you cannot believe. <laughs> like, what? Like, how do you sleep at night? Like, you're just... And most all of it, a lot of them always go to, the, like, the Ponzi scheme model. Right. Bit, so. Right. And don't say they all are in Florida, because, yeah, you can tell by the palm trees, man. They're all in Florida. Oh, dude, you just... Okay, so you're <laughs> all in Florida. Don't have this news story in the format, but I was scanning the news the other night. And uh, wouldn't you know it, surprise, surprise, down in Pueblo, a few more grows busted. Everybody involved arrested is from Florida. Like, you guys from Florida have set up way too much of a predictable pattern for law enforcement. So please change it. I'm sure you already have. Right. But uh, do something different, man. Don't grow in Pueblo to go bring shit back to Florida or black market or whatever. People know what's up. It's already the point in Pueblo probably where this is Pueblo, Colorado. If you don't know where Pueblo is, you know, you see a car with Florida plates at a house. People start to like, you know, perk their ears up and see what's up. So um, or just in general, man, not not a good idea down there to be trying to, uh, you know, whatever. Do your do your thing. Do it somewhere else and don't tell nobody, man. Don't be working together with all these people. That's how everybody goes down at once. Yeah, I mean, and those predictable patterns, like you said, man, the, the cops aren't dumb, man. They're, they're not, man. I just saw my lo- local neighborhood law enforcement officer at my kid's school today, man, was sharing pleasantries with them, man. And, uh, yeah, they ain't dumb. They sit there all day long. And they've got, you know, phone records and location records and everything they need, man. So, yeah. No, they're good at asking the, the right questions that let people talk. And when you let people talk and they like to talk, you learn a lot by listening, and it sounds very simple, but I mean that's how it works. So you know who you know who's good to talk to, man. Your lawyer, man. That's who you want to be talking to. Most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> there was one, one one point in my life where uh, I had a hiccup, and, and an attorney, um, you know, was like, "You you said what? You even talked to? Him? Are you crazy?" Like he just completely, completely thought I was crazy for being willing to talk to a detective or law enforcement about anything. Sure. You know? And it's like, man, well, okay, I got you. I, I don't know. I've never dealt with an attorney in my life for anything before. But anyway, you shut the fuck up. All right. So what do we got? Stone driving, man. Stoking. Yeah, yeah man. This was an interesting. And these are coming off the cannabis. The cannabis. When I do these news stories, has a bunch of really good, good information, man. So shout out to you, boys, and. Tracy Kaplan might be a girl. So, uh, stone driving stoking quite the debate in California over setting a legal limit. So this is pretty interesting. Yeah, but wait, you said shout out. Hold on, you said shout out to you boys and the cannabis. Uh huh. But then we see Tracy Kaplan is uh, the Mercury News. So I mean, news is really about like how many, how much news is. I'd say more than sixty <laughs> percent of it is taken from other sources right. and just re-reported. Uh, anyway. Sometimes I will have to like click like five links to actually get to the actual story. You know, everyone's just like what we do, just summarize the story. But hey, we're as guilty yeah, as anything, so man. Anyway, so while driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal in all fifty states, determining when a motorist is too stoned to drive isn't as easy as it sounds. Unlike alcohol, the active ingredient in marijuana can linger in the body long after any noticeable effects of the drug wear off. 
So yes, we've stated this a hundred times on the Dude Grow Show. Yeah, I mean, here's, it says in twelve states, driving with any trace of marijuana in the body is a criminal offense. I wish they'd list wow. those so I don't go to them. And in five others, the presence of a designated amount of marijuana's active ingredient in a driver's blood triggers an automatic conviction. Hmm, I got the feeling they're not going to get my blood. <laughs> I ain't giving them blood, yeah. man. Jeez. Yeah, man. Just if it's in there at all, that's so draconian. Like, what? Wh- who who makes these laws? Draconia, I man. Know no, it's it's a system, man. There's another news story out there is talking about how the the people in uh, who who's backing a lot of the, the law enforcement. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, you'll see. That's coming up later, man. Prison. Okay. Oh, hey, right, okay, it says here, that. but this is kind of interesting. California doesn't have a legal limit. As a result, prosecutors complain it can be difficult to convince a jury to convict a driver based on observations by witnesses or police, along with blood level results that aren't set in stone. So what they're saying is, you know, this guy, they're trying to give somebody a DUI. They take it to trial. I mean, a DUI will fuck your life up for a while, man. It's not an easy thing to, to get over, man. You know, no. They make them miserable, man. So, uh... So what they're saying is, it's tough to convict these people, man. You know, and what do you? Because they don't have any like, uh, just like test like limits. Yeah, they take your blood, and they go. The guy goes, "Yeah, I smoke a shitload of weed. I mean, they could take my blood, and it's going to show a lot of THC. And maybe I was doing something, you know, taking my kid to, you know, whatever the amusement park. So I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking smoking. I'm not smoking and driving with my family in the car. You know, I only do that when the dude's in the car, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying, though, man? But, I mean, if you get pulled over and the cop wants to bust your balls, you know, and they take if you were dumb enough to let them take your blood, man, you might have some problems. Unless you had attorney Jeffrey Rosenrosen, who's sponsoring a controversial bill to create a California standard. Ooh, no, I don't like this guy, man. I don't know. Let's, let's see what the standard is, What's man. What's the standard? Because right now, it's kind of, with no standard, man, it's got to be really easy. You know what I mean? Or they're saying it's really easy to get people off. I like it like that, man. Yeah. I don't believe we need too many laws, man. But he believes the bill strikes a reasonable balance by requiring evidence. Ooh, maybe I like this guy, man. Requiring evidence of impairment along with confirmation of marijuana ingredients in the driver's blood. What? I don't know what that means, but marijuana ingredients. <laughs> okay, that seems interesting. But um, but it says I, it I like more that closely resemble the Colorado law, which I don't like either. Well, they, I just think that you got to be impaired if you're fucked up, no matter what you're on. If you fucking eat, drink too much cough syrup, you know what I mean? That's that's not good, man. You know, I mean, you shouldn't be driving. Well, and if you did it purposely, I mean, seriously, uh, in the eighties, these kids, these punk rock kids I knew, would have these robo parties, man, and they would drink a whole bottle of robo tussin and get really fucked up, man. What the- Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not illegal. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, if you do that, I mean, you would kill somebody if you tried to get in a car and fucking drive. You know what? Going to sue yes. Robitussin? Well, I don't like this. So this district attorney, uh, Jeff Rosen, he's his, in, in, in quotation here, no rational person would dispute that driving under the influence of marijuana is dangerous. What? Said Rosen. I will fucking dispute the shit out of that. Do I, do, am I rational, the, though? He's, um, he said, this is an important public safety measure. Now, I like this here. we got a public defender, Molly O'Neill, from the same Santa Clara County um, public defender. And in quote here, she says, traffic violations have historically disproportionately impacted people of color and the poor, she said. 
and have served to capture them in a system of fines and fees from which they cannot escape. Yes. And if you guys have been part of that shit, which, you know, I've, yeah, I've, I've gone down that road maybe 25% before I realized i got to get out of this. But people, I mean, this happened, um, you know, where I grew up in St. Louis and when we had the, just not too recently, uh, in Ferguson, the riots and all that shit there. That's how that system's set up for those people, man. You'll have people, the only reason they're getting hassled is because they have a long history of, you know, not being able to pay the fines, and then they lose their license, but they still got to take their kids to school or go to the store and the system, and then they're like, oh, well, you can go to jail for that, and it's just a mess, yeah. man. And that is a good it's picking. Point. A, it's the same uh, reason we, they pick on, you know, the cannabis growers, man, because it's, it's people that can't really fight back, you know? I mean, if they, they ain't got enough money for a fucking attorney that's going to tell them to take it to trial. You know? That is changing, though. So they're saying if they want to take, if this Rosen, this uh, district attorney, wants to lean in towards, and it says it more closely resembles the law adopted in Colorado. Well, hopefully soon enough here in Colorado, we've already had a few cases overturned. Like, we need that precedence, and we need so when people have to go in, it's hopefully it's where the precedence is going to change all. There's been at least two or three that have hit the news. Two for sure. You should have to be or, impaired, um, man. You shouldn't be able to get pulled over for doing 55 and a 45 and fucking end up going to jail for, uh, a, you know, whatever, driving under the influence, which should be driving while impaired, which should be, you know, being a danger on the road. The only reason you should get pulled over is if you're a danger on the road. I mean, let, let's get that straight, too. If you can drink two and a half, three beers... And, uh, okay, I'll go back to the 80s, man. And there are people that would fucking drink beer all day, man. And they would, dri- they would drive. Dude, you used you know? to be able to get a drink with a straw in it in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, at a drive-thru. Look, <laughs> I ain't, no, but I'm not condoning drunk driving. But what I'm saying is there's plenty of people that, the same way with cannabis, they compensate for their driving. They go, all right, hey, I'm drinking a beer. I might have a... You know, a point oh eight. You know, I've, I've drank basically a beer an hour. I'm gonna fucking make sure that I obey the law. You know, I'm gonna make sure that I that that I uh, uh, concentrate on my driving. You know, I, I guess that's more of a cannabis thing. But I, but yeah, I mean, it's just my that my so point is, it's impairment, man. If you're driving like shit, then you should get pulled over. If you're driving just fine, then you should then you shouldn't be going to jail. That's all I'm saying. No, I. Yeah, I, I I agree, and there's, there's plen- a lot of sensitivity with yeah. But there's plenty of people that can drive with a point oh eight, man. There's plenty of people, and there's plenty of people whose lives have been ruined because they fucking went out to a restaurant, drank two fucking beers, and uh, you know two beers within oh. an hour, or maybe uh, two beers at dinner and fucking a glass of wine or something like that when they were waiting for their table or something, and they get a DUI, man, because they had three beers in an hour and a half. That's bullshit. I mean. I, I, I mean, I got wood to knock on. I mean, I'll have three pints in an hour and go race NASCAR, all right? And I know people are going to be, like, maybe alarmed by that. Um, obviously, you do reach the thing with alcohol, though, is you'll reach a limit quickly to where your brain stops, you know, reasoning properly. Oh, I got it. I can do it. Um, you know, you yeah, that's the know problem. Yeah, but, you I know, mean, this cutoff of point zero eight is a money-making scam, man. Point zero eight is bullshit. Is, yeah. yeah, something like, you know, point three five. Right? No, just fucking impairment, man. I'm sorry. Impairment. If I I insulted anybody out there that's lost a loved one or has had issue with with drinking and driving or anything, I apologize. I'm not. Hang on. Drunk driving, brother. Drunk driving. I am totally against drunk driving. But this .8 bullshit or whatever it is, you know, the one beer per hour, and then they sell beer everywhere at every fucking restaurant. As soon as you walk, they sit down. Hey, do you want a beer? 
I don't give a fuck who's driving. Who wants a beer? Everybody? Cool. Do you want another beer? Can I get yeah. you another 24-ounce beer? You know? I mean, come on. What kind of this bullshit, you know, uh, hypocrisy are, are, are we living in here? Everybody just needs to ride their bikes more, Scott. You, you know when right. the, the alcohol limit, the, the DUI limit went from 0.1 to 0.08 or 0.8? Yeah, 0.08, I guess it would be. Um, when, when it went down to that, it was the exact same time that ice beers came out and the beer went from wherever it was, a 3.75 to a 5.5. You know, so they raised the alcohol no, limit the exact same time that they lowered the, the DUI limit. You want to talk about a fucking setup? Colorado, brother. Point. Yeah, I, I got you. I'm just when I was in Florida, IPAs I very clearly saw that, and I was like, "Holy shit! What a setup, man!" And by the way, they'll sell you beer yeah. everywhere, man. They don't give a fuck if you drove. No, no. <laughs> all right, point point taken on all points. Right Let's on, man. On. All right, on. man. You hear? Hey, man. Did you hear about Rhode Island, man? <laughs> I did not. I'm having in front of me now. We're um, cool. They're gonna work with this. Is a PTSD. Another state gets serious about allowing marijuana to treat PTSD. Awesome. Yeah, man. It says the bill unanimously approved by Rhode Island Senate would make PTSD another one of the debilitating medical conditions that qualify for an adult patient to use medical marijuana. They they passed it. 36 to 0, too. That's a good sign. That, that or, is a good sign, know. man. I mean, it's. I think it's very unpopular to keep veterans from uh, medicating themselves. I think, you know, this proves it, man. You know, in Rhode Island, that's a very unpopular vote. I mean, I, yeah, I, j- I just like it, man. I couldn't imagine being able to go, you know, like I said, I went to the doctor. He was very lenient. But in some of these other places, you go to the doctor and they go, you know, in Rhode Island, you know, what do you need medical cannabis for? Okay, are you having seizures? Are you doing this? Is it one of the nine things on this yeah, list? Are you, are you dying? Yeah, right? You know, you shouldn't need cannabis if you're, you know, it's, it's not about, you know, the, the last resort medicine. It's a medicine to live with and to enjoy. So, yeah. yeah, man. So anyway, so I, hopefully I, what this means is that I'm assuming that once we can have all, more of this approved where doctors can actually prescribe medical cannabis, then um, with the VA as well as with potential insurance situations, yeah. we'll get, you know, vets will be able to have money or have insurance or that the VA help out with the, the financial aspect of it. I've heard people talk, man. We vets we, should have to pay for cannabis at all, really. It should be, I mean, for God's sakes, you could throw up a greenhouse. But that's the least I mean, of their worries, man. The, I had a DGC. Uh, I won't mention his name, whatever. But um, he was telling me that fucking he's got to quit. He needed like a new liver or something like that. Maybe it was a kidney. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. But he was needed this serious surgery, man. He's a vet and, you know, his health was compromised. He's, you know, whatever. The VA's taking care of it. And he... Uh, they saw marijuana in a system. They were like, oh, fuck no, man. No, no, no. You know, no care for you. He was like, what? I mean, it's like that. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, right? You make you choose. It is. It is. You want your care? You know, you want, you, you want your operation or you want to smoke weed? Um, yeah, I want to smoke weed. <laughs> and I also want to uh, live real quick here. <clears throat> I want to throw in a quick break here. I got to get a refreshment. So you guys enjoy, uh, we'll just take one break for this show before, uh, we're not going to wind it up just yet. It'll be a little shorter today, guys, though. It is it is, it is is the weekend. I think uh, Scotty's got a little bit of uh, family in town. Absolutely. A little fifth grade graduation so, going on here. Jesus. 
people like we were joking. It's like, come on, man. I thought the one grad, I thought it was college. just the one that <laughs> oh, everybody no. came out for. <laughs> oh, I've great. seen like the marketing people have gone nuts, man. I've seen this one thing. They've got like, you know how you ask a chick to marry you and it's a big deal. You know, some people have like a fancy engagement with a skywriter or written in shells in the sand or whatever. So they have this thing for, they tried to get kids to parents to spend a fortune on prom. You know, so asking your date to prom what? was supposed to be like some major thing that you spent five, six hundred bucks on. And I was like, holy shit, man, things are going crazy. The marketers are running the world, man. All right, guys, we'll sit back, talk for just a sec. We'll be back in just a couple and uh, check it all out at dudegrows.com. Yeah. Kicking back, listening to the podcast after a long day. You want to relax, chill to the max, and you know the way. So you're rolling up some sweet green stuff you planted and grew. And now it's time to get real high for the dude grows news. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. For the dude grows new. Shit looks good. Shit's danker than a motherfucker. That shit look good? I mean, how's the smell? How's it taste? Is it grown right? It's grown straight up with recharge, homie. Shit. Look, listen. Grower, tell your crew I'm looking for one of them bad-ass purple buds. No doubt. The recharge buds. But if it ain't all that, you know if it ain't up to what the dude in Scotty Real is growing, oh, yeah. you already know what to do. If you got little buds, tell your boy, recharge it up. If you got root rot, tell them boys, recharge it up. If you got yellow leaves, then tell your boy, recharge it up. If you want to grow them big fat buds, then all you do, recharge it up. If you want to grow that stanky shit, then tell them boys, recharge it up. Hey y'all, it's Scotty Real here talking about Recharge, and if you don't know, Recharge is my shotgun blast of organic goodness that takes the guesswork out of growing great herb. What makes Recharge unlike any other product in the store is my soil biology. Each gram of Recharge has over 400 million CFU of living soil bacteria that act like billions of tiny little stomachs, voraciously eating and delivering nutrients to the plant, all nicely wrapped up in this delicious organic package. The results are serious dank flavor and crazy strong and vigorous plants. And if you don't believe me, just ask Courtney. Do this talk with this brother, yeah, he's just highlighting the good essence of Recharge. Now that's what I'm saying. So go on over to realgrowers.com and check out Recharge. You'll be glad you did. All right, man, let's pick out, um, you got all, let's pick, we're, we're not going to cover all these today. Why don't you pick out some of your primos, man? All right. Couple, two, three more primos. Okay, here's here's a little little one that I thought was interesting. First off, there's a, a just one that says Fed's uh, marijuana trafficking, trafficking what's falls. Your, what's number? What's uh, number? Number five. Just, it's just going to go real quick right. over it. But they're just saying, uh, number five says uh, uh, marijuana trafficking falls following statewide legalization. 
And that's what the feds are saying. And uh, they're saying that less prosecutions by like, they were like 6,000 6, in uh, 2015 to less than 4,000 now. And what that's saying is, you know, it's not popular to go prosecuting nonviolent marijuana offenders anymore. It's, but they love to do it. I mean, it's popular inside the police force where they're like, fuck yeah, you're going to let us do that? I don't know. I, I think there's probably a disconnect, though, there potentially. I mean, maybe the cops are liking it, but depending on if they know. Um, who, whatever, which, whatever prosecutor. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. The prosecutors might hate it. They might be like, dude, just give me some. Come on, you go bust the meth lab, man. It's fucking so easy to get a conviction. Those guys fucking convict themselves. You know what I mean? You fucking get me a nice guy that's got a a, a little bit of weed in his basement and is otherwise very well liked. Man, has got enough money to take it to trial because he has weed in his basement. You know, fucking good luck, man. You know, choose your battles, brah. Anyway, hey, there's enough sh- shit going on in the world where it is it is lowering. What's up? I was just going to say, I'm trying to motor through these, man. I know you want to get out of here and start the weekend, man. So look, listen to this one, man. This Weed MD Canada. It says, reboots tobacco facility to grow medical marijuana. And so I just got like, just this is like an opinion piece for me. Because of tobacco facility, man, the more I've been learning about how, th- you know, how things what they do to the soil and what they take from the soil. Man, tobacco is so fucking hungry. I mean, you can literally plant five crops of tobacco in the best, most rich virgin fucking soil. And uh, five crops later, man, it's garbage. You know, so. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on your inputs and things. That's what we say. I mean, cannabis or hemp is probably close, right? They're, the people have commented on if you have a site, let's say you have contaminated soil. Sure. Like you can use hemp hemp to clean it up i mean I'm i prefer the term bioremediation okay yeah, i learned that from television it's a pretty ne- pretty <laughs> needy uh a needy plant um, definitely okay but what what you do is if you can practice sustainable uh agriculture you don't grow tobacco on it all the time you know maybe that's and that's maybe you don't if you don't want to ruin your land uh, you know, you, maybe you don't grow hemp on it all the time. And we, we used to do things like crop rotation and whatnot before we got stuck on these, uh, you know, just pouring, you know, chemical, corn chemical soil, fertilizers, man. man. Some corn, boy. Yeah, so I don't know. I just wanted to say, man, we got to be really careful as we, you know, there's an, another one in here, which is uh, a big giant greenhouse is going up. Let's see if we can, uh, if I can find that one. Because there was, uh, okay, yeah, here you go. Uh, number four, it says proposal for non-marijuana greenhouse in the works would be used to benefit town revenue. So, I mean, here's a giant. Oh, I thought it was actually nuns that were going to be growing the cannabis. That would be so fucking cool, man. You know, if, like Lindsay Lohan played one of the nuns in the movie, man. That'd be fucking cool, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm thinking about uh, Lindsay Lohan right now. But <laughs> I'm thinking about this. This is a 22,000 square foot greenhouse man so that's a a pretty decent sized greenhouse that's going to impact the you know you got to make sure as we're starting this industry that we don't just shit on the environment the way that regular at you know big ag does you know it'd be really fucking cool if the organic folks and the the people that are are actually stewards of the land won out because it's going to take a decent amount of land there's a lot of there's a huge appetite for cannabis and cbd and hemp and, uh, you know, it is going to take a lot of land to fill America's appetite as these floodgates open. So I just hope we do it responsibly, man. I hope we don't. Interesting. I didn't even know none, N-U-N-N. It's a Colorado town. Here. Yeah, yeah, it's close, man. I want to say this is close to Greeley, maybe. Is it not too far from Greeley? It would be designed to operate with a minimal impact on the environment and surrounding community and would be run by proposed tenants 
Matthew um, Barrow, a Colorado State University graduate. Yeah. And William L. Barrow, a Colorado State University professor. Cool. Yeah, man. I thought that was cool. And then look who's getting into the business, man. It's actually CSU. Uh you know, professors and graduates, man. I mean, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Um, 75 jobs, big time. Crops wouldn't be sold in none, but would be distributed across the state. Uh, so like you said, these are all, these are all things that uh, you need to remember that we all have covered on the show numerous times with uh, where the price of cannabis is going. I saw this other one that was about a cannabis mall that opened up, man. And I was thinking to myself, like, if you're just one 25,000 square foot greenhouse in none, you know, it's not, you kind of don't really get those, uh, you know, like, the economy's a scale, I guess. You know what I mean? Where, like, who's, is, is there one guy that's going to drive an hour to come visit you to show you his new product, you know? Or is, uh, you know, as opposed to, like, this one cannabis mall opened up. And it's like five different dispensaries all in one, you know, all in one place. So they probably, it's almost like the jewelry exchange or the furniture row kind of, kind of, you know, thought process where when you go to buy furniture, you go down to furniture row. And if you don't, you know, this guy's got rustic and this guy's got modern and, you know, but at least you go there, you know, to buy your furniture, you know, no matter what you like. So I, yeah. I just wonder, you know, if one guy's got really great, incredible concentrates and another guy's got totally amazing edibles and they're all, you know, another guy's got just the best flower and there's an organic guy and it's all just these specialists. Um, yeah, there, there is some power in that, man. You, you know, and, th- and then think about it. If there's five, you know, say it's five different growers all in the same area. You're like, dude, I'm fucking, if I'm a, a salesman of good soil blends or great earthworm castings or, so, you know, some great organic fertilizer, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to hit that row of people. You know, I'm going to make sure I'm going to, you know, this is going to be one of my most profitable days when I visit those folks, as opposed to driving all day to get to none, to talk to some guy that may or may not be there and may or may not give a shit. You know what I mean? There is some kind of power and, you know, strength in numbers, I'll say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It is, uh, it is interesting. Sorry, I was distracted uh, digging into another story for just a moment here. Yeah, I started playing Machete, man. And, you know, on <laughs> mute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You ever seen Machete okay. before? I have no idea what that oh, is. Oh, man, that is like one of the best movies ever made, bro. Seriously, ever, you huh? you and the wife and the, uh, the 11-year-old, just get a big bag of popcorn and just sit down and watch that movie. No, maybe not the 11-year-old, all right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do have an 11-year-old. And, uh, I'm just kidding. It's one of those fun movies, man. It's just silly and fun and cool. Um, cool. Well, I don't know. What else do you got? Do you have any, do you have any more? We're about uh, I don't know, 35 minutes into the show. We can cover... Uh, Here you go. Last, last one, man. Police Prison Guards Union uh, fights marijuana legalization in California. Woo! Surprise, surprise. But roughly half of the money raised to oppose a ballot measure to legalize recreational marijuana in California is coming from police and prison guards groups, terrified that they might lose the revenue streams to which they have become so deeply addicted. So fucking true, man. I mean, it says that drug war money has become a notable source of funding for law enforcement interest. Huge government grants and asset seizure windfalls benefit police departments, while the constant supply of prisoners keeps the prison's business booming. Golly, man, it's so shitty to fucking make money on, on you know, enslavement. I mean, in my opinion, that's as bad as the guys that... that you know, we're making money on slaves and running slave ships back in the day. I mean, you're literally imprisoning. You're taking free people and imprisoning them, man, for some bullshit, man. 
Yeah, I mean, having especially disheartening when you know it's just it's just the financial. If, if you would talk to the guys from the slave ships, they would go, hey, man, I was just doing my job. You don't understand it was the time. And at that time, yeah. that was just a job that people did. And it'd be like, well, man, didn't you fucking think it was wrong? And maybe just decide that if you didn't do that job, maybe nobody would. You know, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with with these cops, man. I mean, some of the shit they're doing is wrong. So just do something else. We're not telling you not to have jobs. You know, I'm not telling you not to be cops, but just don't. Focus on the, the nonviolent marijuana offenders, man. No, no. Well, here, I'll, I'll wind up. You said that was the last one. I got one more here out of my town here in Littleton. Um, and it says, uh, and this is, there's still a lot of people that will make these comments. So the title of this is Littleton Kills Proposal for Recreational Pot Sales in City. Um, elected leaders uh, basically had a, a meeting and it was voted down. There's more than 50 re- residents that signed up to weigh in on the proposal that would allow simply the sales of recreational pot in Littleton. Um, Think about the people that the probably show up at that meeting, though. You know, you probably do have a lot of uh, well, historical that's what I keep people, people, man. man. We got to show up at meetings more. Um, yeah, I told you I was busy doing it. stuff that was actually fun, okay? Well, okay, the final vote was 5-1 to one against the measure. And good old Ron, Ron Cast, Ron Casta, how about Ron doesn't like pot, last name, <laughs> uh, former Lakewood High School principal, Ooh. said cannabis would do nothing less than erode the pillars of society. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Me, Ron, come over for some dinner, uh, man. So here's another, um, uh, let's see, this is, uh, are we going to be the place where the the neuro fiddled and Rome burned. I don't even know what he's talking about now. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, history. Rome got. Or are we going to have the integrity to say enough? This is about what kind of society we want. And then we had uh, Mary Harpool. She's seventeen. She's just a ripe seventeen, a student at Regis Jesuit High School. Jesuit type of school that is. Jesuit. Yeah. What's that? A religion? I don't know. What the fuck do I know, man? Anyway, do I look religious to you? She said um, she grew up in Littleton. She grew up here, Scotty, and she wants to raise a family in the city she loves. But legal retail pot would be a major hindrance to her dream. Oh, my God, I don't want to have to, in her words, I don't want to have to move out of the place I love because of the influence of use and abuse. I don't want to raise kids where buying a drug is easy. Yeah. Well, guess man. what? Go to Walgreens. I was almost going to use a bad word to, to explain your ignorance. Um, come on, man, and, and I, I don't. Well, I mean, but 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 there's n- there's nothing you. illegal about uh about having a check cashing store that charges fucking you know crazy rates. You know what I mean? That basically rips off the you know the poor. There's nothing the matter with having a payday loans place that absolutely gives you, uh, what do they call those predatory loans? And basically, they you know they just you know are are putting you in financial debt. You know, I mean, all these things are, are predatory, you know, and, and those are fine. But marijuana, man, giving somebody safe access and, you know, access to where you don't have to go through the black market to get medicine. Oh, no, that's that's bad. By the way, man, there's so 50 different fucking 200 man. different flavors of liquor. You think that $8 1.75 or the $12 1.75 liter of Popov goes to, you know, you don't think that feeds a lot of alcoholics, man. You think that goes to a lot of good uses? You know, but they're fine. Fucking yeah. somebody can fucking make a fortune. Oh, what does that guy do? He's so successful. Oh, he runs a liquor store. Oh, wow, what a what a great pillar of our community, man. You know, but a guy with a well, pot shop like gets booted out. Principal, man. 
saying erode the pillars of society. I suppose, hey man, Ron, I hope you could hear this. You live in Colorado. Colorado is an awesome state. We're doing better than we ever have in many ways. All, always, employment, real estate, how everything, you know, of course, things are getting more expensive, which does suck for some people. Our pillars are far from eroded. And I mean, if you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, we're doing all this on here, weed. All right, Ron? So People that come here. Yeah, you don't even, if you don't, if you want to come to Colorado and you want to choose to not be involved in anything with cannabis, more than likely during your whole visit here, you will not even notice that weed is legal. Look, there's, it's a, not ta- like it's there's a tattoo policy. okay? I don't want tattoos. I don't have tattoos. They don't interest me, man. So I drive by the tattoo parlors all the time. Couldn't give a fuck that they're there. You know what I mean? If cannabis doesn't interest me, then I just drive by the cannabis shop. I couldn't give a fuck that it's there, man. I don't understand why we have to baby our society so badly and try to protect them from the things that they want. That's what this is, man. Because I think obviously they're worried that people that want cannabis will go there. Ooh. Yeah, it's 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 rid- ridiculousness, if you will, which that MTV probably owns that with Rob Deerdick. But um, <laughs> good show, guy. They're throwing a little culture and entertainment, guys. If you haven't gotten high and watched Ridiculousness, go check it out. It's a great show. Uh, but. Anyway, man, I'll get off my soapbox here, Scotty, and get ready to have have a weekend. And absolutely, uh, yeah, uh, guys, a little bit of shorter show. Appreciate uh, listening in. Check out everything over at DudeGrows dot com, uh, and more importantly, uh, if you want a number one way, as I say, number one way, support Dude Grow Show. Pick up some recharge, man. Pimp your garden. Uh, enjoy uh, a natural way to garden uh, and just an overall a product that will adapt to any anything you got going on in an awesome way. I think we have negative uh, negative five bad reviews right now. So it's good that means zero, man. We have zero bad <laughs> reviews, man. That's you know why, zero, man? Because the product doesn't suck, man. Oh, hey, guys. Anybody left here? We got uh, we're getting a good a good crew together uh, oh, for Lebowski, for man, yeah. The 30th, man. That's next weekend, Monday, the 30th, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we have Piss Drunks is hanging out, uh, uh, Dean R, uh, Extractor Man. I got to hear Dr. J, I think, should be coming. Um, Temp Needs Todd, man. He's going to come, man. Temp Needs Todd's going to come hang out with, with his wife. So, he, he, you know, if you need to bullshit a little AC over there, that's cool, too. Oh, man. And uh, we got tickets, guys. I think I got at least 10 to 11 tickets left, especially if you're in the crew. If you've been part of the show, if you've posted anything on the site, just come hang out, man. These tickets are for you guys. Dr. J I'm better be coming, man. Too. Extractor, man. Come on. Come on. Yes. Hit me up at DudeGrows at Gmail. And uh, just put Lebowski rules in the subject line to make my day better. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right, man. All right, I'm out. Later, guys. See you, Scotty. Take her easy, dude. (laughs)